everybody, and welcome to the Rough Cut Retrospective, episode 88, a podcast. Uh, we talk about movies, TV, pop culture in the midst of a burning world, now more than ever. And uh, I'm your host, uh, a sad, strange little man, Carter Sims. Um, <laughs> That's good. And, you know, uh, and I'm joined, as always, uh, by my co-host. There's no crying in podcasting. It's Jackson McHuron. Hello, sir. I am just a volleyball. I, I've i never existed. You have, uh, you know, you've invented this personality for the listeners. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. What mm-hmm. a, yeah. Okay. I like that. Well, you know, RCR is like a box of chocolates, Jackson. And wow. today you're on a roll. Oh, oh my, my gosh. I've just got the, yeah, I, I prepped hard for this one, perhaps because we're talking about one of my favorite people in the world of movies. And, uh, that is the man, the myth, the legend, Tom Hanks, uh, in honor of uh, actually Jackson, since we're recording this on a Friday mm-hmm. uh, for a change, and we'll talk about why in a minute. But um, tomorrow, or when this airs, it's Tom Hanks' birthday, so this works out perfectly. <gasps> wow! So how about that? Um, so yeah, today we're talking about Tom Hanks. We're gonna do some top fives. Talk about what we love about Tommy Boy, and uh, not the movie Tommy Boy, but the man. <laughs> Tom Hanks. And uh, and yeah, and also in honor, you know, he's in this. He plays a strange character in the new Elvis movie, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and of course, he'll be playing perhaps a culturally insensitive Geppetto in the upcoming Pinocchio <laughs> live action film. Um, we love but it. Yes, today we're talking about all that. But first, Jackson, how are you? Actually, I haven't even asked you that. I'm good. It's been a busy week, but I'm excited to be here and chat with you. I've I feel like it's been forever, even though maybe it hasn't been that long, but just one extra day from when we yeah. talk. Well, we recorded on a Wednesday. I oh, think, last that's week true. Too, so it, so it feels it like been. even longer. It has been extra long. Yeah, I missed you. Yeah, I, I got you my too, my lovely cat next to me. We have a plasma doll, like a plasma ball, uh, like office thing. Like, you know, those things where you like put your fingers put your finger on the on glass. It? Yeah. And she is discovering it and she keeps putting her nose on it and it's really cute. So if I get distracted, <laughs> it's because I'm watching a cat play with this goofy little thing. So there are worse things to be distracted by. And that is True. the most wholesome. So <laughs> thank you for that. Um, You're welcome. Let's get into it, Jackson. Tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. What were you into this week? This extra long week apart that we had? Uh, a lot of things. Uh, first of all, I because I have Apple TV, I've been really getting into it. You know, I am a huge fan of it now. Like I, mm-hmm. I I'm the number one fan of Apple TV. Uh, I, I binged. Uh, I started Ted Lasso. And yes. Then, uh, in like five days, I finished Ted Lasso. Yes. <laughs> um, all of it. Uh, it's amazing. The two seasons that are available are literally so good. Truly. Um. Oh my god, my cat is literally using her paw now. This is the cutest <laughs> thing. Oh my god. I got what are you into this week? Odie. Touching <laughs> the little orb. But yeah, Ted Lasso, right? Um, it's it's seriously amazing. I didn't realize it was the uh like a spin-off from like a fun little promotion for the Premier League, which is also insane. Yes. Yeah, did you, um, you watch that little bit? I watched yeah, oh, yeah, you sent them to me. Yeah, they're really <laughs> good. Like you a lot of the jokes transfer over into mm-hmm. the like pilot episode, kind of, which I, I was really fun to see. Um, this show is the most heartwarming and like, yes, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's, it makes it's you feel good thing. You feel it's good. such a feel good show. It, I don't think I've ever seen like masculine characters deal with like their emotions in such positive and healthy ways before, which was like really nice. Uh huh. 
And uh, yeah, I, I've described to you in the group, Carter, that the I think the reason I really like this show is because it rem- Ted Lasso, the character, being like a farm boy from Kansas, moving into like a new world he's not familiar with and kind of like changing the hearts of of man one by one is just kind of like a Superman story, but without <laughs> like the superpowers. And um, I the love superpower because, is kindness. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I like about Superman. Like, I don't actually care that he's really strong and stuff. So like, I don't know. I, I think that's really, really neat. And I'm just a huge, huge fan of this, of this show. Like every character is amazing. Uh, spoilers. Uh, some of them have amazing downfalls and mm. arcs and that I would not have expected. And it's just, it's really fun. I'm loving it. Can't wait for season three. Indeed. Very excited. Season three being the last season. And I think yep. it's, I think that's nice. I don't perfect want it to amount. run into the ground, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it came at a perfect time. It came like yeah. in the midst of COVID and everyone made everyone yeah. feel good. Um, yeah. It's really good. Like literally like every episode, I'm just fighting back, like crying yep. <laughs> like every single time. Cause like just any little, like, like sign of growth from people just make me really happy mm-hmm. for them. And it's just, it's really good writing. And it's one of those really shows good. too. Yeah. We're like, oh, like, like, because me and Abby are kind of like, oh, I hate that they just don't talk and like could sort this out really fast. And then Ted Lasso, they instantly sort out all their issues mm-hmm. and it's like done in a really healthy manner and it's just really good. There's so, a, yeah. uh, there's a, I need to go find it again. There's a letterboxed list out there mm-hmm. and it's just a list of all of the movie references that are made in, by Ted Lasso. That's awesome. I need to go find That's really that good. again, but yeah, I love it for the pop culture and all the isms and stuff. So it's very fun. It's great. It's stuff. very fun. Believe. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, exactly. Believe. And then on top of that, uh, I watched Miss Marvel episode five, which was pretty fun. Uh, mm. I think we're doing a review next week. So we are. You know, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the boys finished this week, which I haven't finished yet, but I need to get on that. Oh, yeah. And then finally, I watched last night Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, you and I both, uh, yeah. which was kind of the reason we pushed this back because we got the mm-hmm. opportunity to see it early ish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, do you want to touch on it? But we're going to. Just so the people know, we're going to touch on Thor in two weeks time. Yes. So uh, everyone can see it. Yeah. And we want to give Miss Marvel its due diligence and. Oh, totally. What for all it's worth. So mm-hmm. since Disney didn't want to do that, whatever. They really um, did not want to do yeah. that. Um, so very briefly, do you want to just mention how you felt about Thor? Just uh, either a thumbs up, thumbs down or a thumb sideways. It is. Not for me is what I'm think is what I've learned. Uh, I think there are some really good elements and really good bones of what could have been a really amazing story, but I think it tripped over itself in the tone, in the humor, and some of the effects are just pretty awful. That's not like the special effects teams, but like their fault or anything. But like they're overworked, and we just need less movies. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we're dealing with, and we'll talk about it more in two weeks. Yeah. But I think Marvel fatigue is really setting in. Yeah, and I don't think anyone knows what they want anymore. So, yeah, yeah. we will we will get to that. But just to 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 tee up something that we really loved, I think Christian Bale is incredible, and we will. Oh, totally. Talk- talk about that more because he's in a totally different movie than everyone else and it's abby wonderful. didn't even know it was christian bale until i pointed it out afterwards and she was like oh my god i, didn't I do have to, i do have to mention that i was in a, a packed theater yesterday i went to like yeah. an eight o'clock showing and uh there was this this guy and his girlfriend came to the movie and the first 
I won't spoil what happens, obviously, but in the opening scene, we get a taste of Christian Bale's gore character. Mm-hmm. And after that kind of intro scene happens, she leans, <laughs> she leans over to her boyfriend and goes, is that Thor? So, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so it was a good time That's listening really to good. her commentary throughout. So, so that was fun. That's funny. Um, great stuff. Uh, so same as you, Jackson, I went to see Thor. Um, on top of that, I could talk about this in news, but I want to talk about it here because I haven't seen the Minions movie yet, mm-hmm. but I have seen the Gentle Minions uh, memes and the TikToks movement. and the movement. So that is what I have been into. I, I wrote an article this week about the memes of the Minions versus Morbius, and I had fun doing that. What works, what doesn't work. Yeah, why Minions has taken off and why Morbius didn't. And I think the answer is it's inexplicable. It's just whatever the internet deems would be fun um but yeah that has been wild just to see these teenagers show up in droves to the theaters in their suits mm-hmm. and now they're banning people from wearing suits and they're taking the fun out of it but i say let them wear their suits <laughs> but yeah that's been fun to watch and then other than that um because it was fourth of july this past weekend so i kind of mm-hmm. went home and hung out with some friends and stuff nice. and watched some love island uk which is something I've never partook in, but it's very fun and okay. random. Um, and then I checked out a movie that released in, uh, I think, 2020 or 2021 called The, the Night House. Um, okay. I don't know if you remember or seen anything about this, but it's Rebecca Hall. Um, and it's like about this, like there's like her husband dies mm-hmm. and she's like left in this lakeside home by herself and the husband built it for her and she mm-hmm. begins to like see like duplicates of him and, and things like it's, it's like a haunted house but there's like secrets to it and it's a whole thing and it was actually really good cool um so i'm gonna recommend people check that out on hbo um it's a good time but other than that just thor and friendship and minions was was my week and it was uh, a lovely time so yeah love it should we move on jackson let's move on to News flash. You think you're too cool for school, but I got a news flash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. Oh boy. Um. So, do we want to start with the the overarching news of kind of the the country? <laughs> first? Yeah, because we didn't you, mention anything last week. Yeah, it happened last week, and I kind of jumped the gun and just started talking about something else. And I was like, "Oops, well, it, it feels weird to go back," so we kind of just left it out. But We've got time to sit in it. Yeah, um, yeah, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, and it, you know, which sucks for a lot of reasons. It should have been codified into law a long time ago. Obama. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is an awful time mm-hmm. for people who, you know, like women and care about women. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I thought I'd have more to say on this, but honestly, it just sucks. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, you and I are of the, the opinion that we are, uh, not happy with the decision and we are yeah. we will continue to be allies and support and do whatever mm-hmm, we can mm-hmm. to uplift the voice of those who are not taken seriously and yeah. uh, screw straight white men i say and yeah it makes you really it makes me really ashamed to be one most days mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but yeah we are very much allies and uh we are here to help so if you don't agree with us probably just stop listening to us because 
oh, we don't want you in our lives. Let's be, is that fair? We're pro-choice <laughs> and we, and if you don't like us, we hope you choose to not listen to us ever again. So. There it is. Nice way to bring that back. There it is. Yeah. Anyways, um, this is a podcast about the apocalypse. And so it's very fitting that this would be a part of the apocalypse. Yeah. Really. And we launched this in the height of COVID when the world was ending and it seems like a lot of people's worlds still are, ending. are still ending. So <laughs> and we're still here just trying to provide relief for it. I know this is a silly podcast, but you know, we have thoughts and opinions as well. So thanks for letting us voice them. Thanks for our soapbox. Um, yeah. Well, should we go from bad to also bad? Yeah. Bagpipes. <laughs> Bagpipes. Bagpipes, Jackson. Um, yesterday uh on thursday uh legendary actor james Kahn mm-hmm. uh passed away at age 82 um people will probably know him our generation will probably know him from like elf mm-hmm. um but obviously he was in godfather he was sunny corleone in godfather uh michael mann's thief uh misery have you seen misery i've not the banger of a movie um elf and also cloudy with a chance of meatballs yeah he's too. he's good at playing the curmudgeon dad who yeah to accept his son mm-hmm. but but yeah never like you know rollerball and all these brian's song i think was his first mm-hmm. one before godfather but yeah just uh just kind of one of those guys of another generation and uh just a great american actor so it's he wild that he's like 80 or he was 80 like because like i feel like elf I don't know. Like I watch it every year, so I just imagine him as like not that old. I guess. Yeah. You know, that came out so long ago. Yeah, that's it's it's wild. Like he is the first of that, the Godfather, like that OG clan to have passed. So we're mm-hmm. starting, starting to see a new era. Like it does just open my eyes. Like one day, you know, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro won't be here, and that's wild to think about. So yeah, who's gonna make Joker three now? Yeah, what the heck? I guess I guess he's dead in that. Anyways, spoilers. <laughs> from a movie that came out three years ago uh yeah. i'll throw it back to you you got any other news uh yeah i have i have two newses uh one is uh stranger things creators the duffer mm. brothers they've uh made their new like studio i don't know if you're familiar with that like i was following some of it yeah yeah it's called like i think it's called like upside down or something like that like i think you're down right yeah productions or something mm-hmm. uh but they've announced their next project which is a new live action series adaption of the popular anime and manga death note which carter if you're maybe familiar they tried to do a live action movie adaptation i think it came at out netflix like, right yeah for netflix i think it came it out it wasn't like, the duffer brothers though right it was not okay right um, okay. but it came out like my freshman year of college so this is like five four or five years, or five ago, years ago this came out uh willem dafoe was like the demon thing in it uh-huh I, which, I, which I, I don't which wolf want. was in it wasn't one of the wolves in it I think he was. Yeah, one of them was. And then Lakeith Stanfield was also in it, too. Oh, cool. But it was the did it not work? I never saw it. It was fine. I I, I, I don't know the source material enough. To, nor nor do I. I was like, yeah. oh, this is cool. But um, yeah. It's a beloved anime, if, though, right? Like people love like, yeah, the source material like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, It's pretty cool. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's basically like this demon gives this guy a book and he's like, if you write someone's name and how you want them to die, they will die. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like. I don't know. There's like detective story of like trying to find the person who has it and like the person who has it trying to justify if they're using it for good or not. And it's like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It gives someone a chance to like play God and like it, it. It's weird. It's a weird story, but apparently people really love it. And so maybe the Duffer brothers can adapt it. Well, maybe not. I, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they can do it? 
sure. It's it's hard for me to say having not seen Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Um, I so forget. I don't. <laughs> I always forget you don't watch it. So like, I don't really know what their their vibe is or their what yeah. their work is like or what their tone is. But mm-hmm. like, it seems to be. Are they doing it for Netflix? Because didn't wasn't I the first so. one also for Netflix? So yeah. they're just they're just trying again. I think they're just giving it another shot. <laughs> Love it. Let's reboot. It's a good it IP to have if you if they if Netflix owns it. I don't know how that exactly works, but yeah. Well, cool. I, I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'll yeah. watch the the OG Death Note then. Maybe I'll watch yeah, that. Do anime. it. I'm not a big Report anime back. guy though. Get um, into it. Okay. Speaking of really quick, did you know the Yu-Gi-Oh? One of the Yu-Gi-Oh creators died. Yeah. I guess more bagpipes. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know their name. So uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but okay. Yu-Gi-Oh well, is cool. We'll, we'll scrub past Yu-Gi-Oh that cards. Then. So shout out. I wasn't ever really a Yu-Gi-Oh guy. I had really? Pokemon, and then I owned like a Bakugan thing because I thought they were cool. <gasps> Ooh, I liked Bakugan. I had Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I had some Digimon cards too. Ooh, Digimon, mm-hmm. all Digimon. the things. Digital monsters. We Good love for it. you. And Pokemon is pocket monsters. Yes, that's true. Yes. Okay. Good stuff. Anyway, and Yu-Gi-Oh that was... is something else. And Yu-Gi-Oh know. is something. Yes. Um, breed. We're out of our element. Anyway, uh, toss over. Uh, uh, did you check out the trailer for Amsterdam, the David O. Russell? I have not seen it yet. I have not seen it yet. Um, I, I still am not really sure what the movie is about after watching mm-hmm. the trailer, but <laughs> okay. Um, all I know is this: the cast is stacked, and Hit it's me with just it. uh incredible. You got Christian Bale of Thor Ooh. fame, of course. You got yes. Margot Robbie, John David Washington, who are seem to be at the center of the movie. Like the, cool. the three that are following, but then you got Anya Taylor Joy, you got Robert De Niro, Rami Malek, Michael Shannon, Ooh. like Chris Michael Rock. Shannon? Yeah. Chris, okay, the Chris Rock was not enticing, but oh, shoot. Uh, Zoe Saldana, <laughs> um, Taylor Swift popped up for a hot minute in the front. Okay, a um, Valentine's Day fame, a Valentine's Day fame. Um, I'm just listening to these off the top of the dome, so if I'm forgetting any, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, what Timothy the- Timothy Oliphant too. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say Chalamet, but no, Oliphant's no. really good too. I'll take mm-hmm. that. Chris Rock is a weird one. That one doesn't seem to fit the vibe of everybody else in it. That's kind of funny. It definitely is tracking like kind of a, a comedic drama type of deal. Okay. Um. So maybe he's there to provide some of that. Gotcha. I don't know. I haven't always been a fan of Chris Rock's dramatic work. Um, what was that uh, Saw spinoff he was in? Spiral from the book was it of good? Saw. No. <laughs> Uh, but it was just, it was definitely a swing. Um, so, but yeah, so this trailer looks awesome. Uh, it's Thanks. coming out in September. Uh, I don't remember November, September. Sorry. Don't have that information, but <laughs> I was just thought the trailer was cool and we tweeted it out from our account. So go check right. that trailer out as well. Back to you, buddy. Yeah. I just got one more and that is Sony pictures uh, from, you know, Spider-Man and Heard of them. Yep. some other thing I bet. <laughs> Yeah. Morbius. Nice. Yeah, there uh, you go. The two, the two staples. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Sony Pictures is developing their first rated R animated film. Have you seen this, Carter? Oh, I read something about that, but no, I didn't look into the specifics. What's it? What we got? Um, so it's called Fixed, and it's directed by I think it's pronounced Jendi Tartakovsky. Wow. Uh, who did the show, like this animated movie, I think called Primal that people like really love. It's like about a caveman who like rides a dinosaur and like does some pretty badass stuff. The animation cool. looks sick from what I've seen. I added it to my watch list because it looks cool. 
but cool. uh, yeah, it's called Fixed, and it's a 2D film that follows a dog on the last night before he gets neutered the next morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is just kind of wild. That's wild. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's what I thought. Kind of a dazed and yeah. confused type of deal. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Book it's, smart. It's super weird. Take a training day for dogs. Yeah. But yeah, it's a uh, 2D animated. Wow. Okay. We're yeah, getting that. Maybe he's going to go on like a sex bender before he, oh. before he gets surgery. I don't know. Maybe. It seems kind of wild. I can't wait to but. announce this cast. Chris Pratt will be involved. <laughs> True. Great stuff. Oh my stuff. gosh. Oh, I just thought about how he was in Thor 4. Anyways, he looked he really did. skinny. Did you notice that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Did you not think he did? I don't know. I guess I wasn't life, but... really paying attention. Maybe it was uh, that terminal list fit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to do our terminal list podcast. Yeah, I got one more as well. Um, allegedly, Taron Edgerton <gasps> has uh, met with Kevin Feige about a role in the MCU. Ooh. Now, now people have been rumored and people have asked him in interviews if it was for Wolverine. And mm-hmm. he was being cheeky as everyone does when they're asked about being cast as Wolverine. He's like, you know, if it happens, that'd be cool. But uh, yeah, not gonna. But but yeah, what do you think about that? A Taron Edgerton Wolverine? I think that'd be good. I Wonder honestly Man. wonder. Maybe he's uh, Wonder Man, which is something we've discussed. Oh yeah, we did talk about, about like that. Uh, like an like a Hollywood parody where like he plays like an actor superhero kind of thing. Like that could totally be Taron Egerton's wheelhouse too. As like far as like like a comedian, like stubborn Hollywood type kind of mm-hmm. guy. I, I, I just feel like that's something he could do too. But like, I would love to see him as Wolverine. I think that's a good, a good pick either way. Incredible. I wonder when we're going to hear about all this stuff. Hopefully the, uh, the fantastic four stuff doesn't happen until we do our fan cast episode, which we are doing soonish. Uh, we are doing. We will, yeah. But uh, look out for that, yeah. but it's a busy July. So bear it with is. us. We got things to talk about. Um, yeah. That's all the news I got. You got any more? Nope. I'm good here too. Amazing. Let's uh, take a word from our sponsor and then let's go talk about Tom Hanks. And we're back uh, with a segment we like to call My Precious. My Precious. And today, the focus of our retrospective and our time is uh, on Mr. Tom Hanks. Um, I think uh, America's stepdad is what we like to lovingly or maybe just maybe he's just america's dad i don't know because you have that loving stepdad who's trying his hardest but this one Um, maybe is he's just the dad you know i feel like he's our america's dad because wasn't cosby america's dad for a while oh gosh yeah it's time for a new new (laughs) father no you know what he is he's not the stepdad carter he's the dad that stepped up and there it is tom hanks is here baby (laughs) Very well done there. Um, So, yeah, we're talking about uh, Tom Hanks. Before we get into it, Jackson, I thought I'd just read a couple accolades about the man that we are talking today. Because he is one of America's and the world's most celebrated actors in the medium and producers and directors and everything. So how old do you think Tom Hanks is, by the way? Is he like 70, probably? He is. He is 65 years old. Okay. Oh, I yeah. feel bad. Sorry. Sorry, Tom. Uh, if he's listening, sorry. Also, you didn't accept my invite to come on the podcast today. So. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, 65-year-old actor, filmmaker, a two-time Oscar winner, uh, six-time nominee. Uh, he's also won how many d- Emmys? How many Emmys do you think Tom Hanks has won? Uh, I have no clue. For Emmys are like TV, right? 
my yeah. brain is shorting out. I honestly, he's been on like a lot of Apple TV stuff, but is that one Emmys? Probably not. Well, I can tell you he's won seven Emmys. For what? Uh, he, a lot of it was like Band of Brothers and the Pacific because he produced all that. Oh. Like the miniseries and stuff. Produced those uh, documentaries about like the decades. Did those get any awards? He did do those. I don't know if he won for those, but yeah, um, but those yeah, are good. He's won those for some really guest good. spots and like directing and producing mostly. Hmm, um, cool. But yeah, just interesting. He's a recipient of an AFI Lifetime Achievement Award, um, which is also re- always really weird to me when we give those out to people before they're still alive. We're still alive. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like it should be a celebration when they're gone. Fair. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that might be a hot take. Uh, the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes, which I don't know if people are holding the Golden Globes in such high esteem these days. Um, but he is a four-time Golden Globe winner, 10 times nominated, um, Tony nominated. And then I also wanted to find just the two weirdest ones that I could find. Um, he is a two-time MTV Movie Award nominee for Best Kiss. <gasps> Ooh. Just wanted to okay. throw that out there. And Ooh. one of them is for a movie you watched, I think, this week, A League of Their Own, which is interesting. He was he nominated for... for- what was yeah, that they, when he's drunk and he kisses the woman handler i guess uh, it, listen the mtv movie awards are weird because he also won or was nominated for best kiss for castaway so i don't know what the mtv movie awards are doing <laughs> what are they on are they still around know. yeah they are yeah wild yeah um and then finally my favorite one is the stinkers bad movie award for worst on-screen hairstyle in the Da Vinci Code, I just had to it share is, that. It is really bad hair in that. It is, it it is, is pretty great. insane. It is not great. I don't know if that was a, a Hanks decision, a Ron Howard decision, or if that was just a. I don't know what was going on there, but but anyway. Um, so yeah, and like uh, just like kind of where how he's gotten to where he was today. I don't know if you know this, Jackson, but he he got a start on television. Did you know this? I didn't know that. I don't I don't know that much about Tom Hanks to be honest. Oh, with you. great. Well, let me let me let me give you a quick just a quick education because cool. he is like I said, my favorite actor. I they've seen the most movies of any actor is Tom Hanks. I've seen I think wow. I told you yesterday. I've seen 40 Tom Hanks films. Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> that's his brother. Um no, I've seen 40 Tom Hanks movies. But um you know, he started off on like one-offs episodes of like taxi and the love boat and happy days mm-hmm. and then i don't know if you know this but he started in a short-lived yet kind of cult beloved series bosom buddies have you heard of bosom buddies i can't tell if this is like a prank on me this i have not real. heard of it i wish this sounds like a prank <laughs> but it was real um two young single men must disguise themselves as women to uh, live in one apartment they can afford together great um the 80s man (laughs) let's put a guy in woman's clothing hilarious indeed it was hilarious um but yeah people like that and that's kind of and then he was kind of discovered by ron howard and put in splash which is his first feature film um and like the in early i think 83 uh was splash but um that's kind of how he got us started he was actually like tagged and touted as like a reliable comedic lead for a while and like campy films and like wild premises like splash and things like that but it's always it's always just funny to see because like when people when he like shows up on snl and he's like oh my gosh tom hanks is funny like he started out kind of as a comedic actor which is is great on snl he is super good yeah that should have maybe been in my top five like david pumpkin should have maybe been in the in the top five um 
but yeah, then he hit a stride in the eighties, early nineties, where he like kind of morphed into this serious leading man. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what he's considered as now, but I think now it's interesting in the latter part of his career and his older part, he's kind of taking on more supporting performances as of late, um, which is cool to see. So I, it's just fun, been fun to see his, uh, his Hollywood run. But anyway, yeah. that's just a brief uh, education on the man. But um, now that you know all that, Jackson, before you knew all that, what was Tom Hanks to you? Like, what was your relationship with either his movies or, or him? What's your vibe of Tom Hanks? My first introduction to Tom Hanks had to have been through animated movies, right? Like, I it had to have been Toy Story. I Probably, think. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've always just kind of, like, seen him as, like, not necessarily like a comedic actor, but like more of like the dramatic stuff. Like I knew him from like Forrest Gump and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like he, he always has, he always has been capable of like being like, he's kind of like the straight man who like blows up on the insaneness around him kind of is what I've seen him as a lot of the time, which, which yeah. I really enjoy. Um, and I watched Captain Phillips as a kid or whenever that came out. When did that movie come out? 2013. I think. Oh, maybe I wasn't that much of a kid. Anyways, well, we're all kids, really. <laughs> I remember being like, "Wow, that was good." Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that much about Tom Hanks. I like him. I think he's great. He definitely feels like Hollywood royalty that like just still hangs around and like loves definitely. doing stuff from time to time, which is great. Definitely. But, uh, but yeah, you clearly are way more into him. So tell me about like why you're into him exactly. Did, you know, I I feel like just like when I, I think same for you like or for me that i think Mm -hmm. toy story was probably my entry in um but then when i got to see other stuff like forrest gump and castaway and all these Mm -hmm. things like i the man to me just felt like he was the top of hollywood like he was the guy and has been for many times he's just like a steady presence in like film and pop culture always i think Mm -hmm. and i think what you said about being the straight man he does we talked about this with adam driver also that he just Mm -hmm is truly the everyman and many things like he's not you know he's a handsome guy but he's not like he's not like drop dead gorgeous you know like abby and i were talking about this a lot he seems very like regular looking in a good way like he's not like hollywood attractive he's like oh yeah he's like he seems like a nice nice attractive like regular person which i think is like really refreshing to see him be a leading man and stuff because like he does feel like regular. Whereas like nowadays we have like Timothy Chalamet's who are like created in a lab to have chiseled jaws. I don't know. Like Goldstein of yeah, Ted exactly. Lasso fam, who we were talking exactly, about. Exactly. Yeah. There's just, I don't know. He's like considered like America's actor for like the past 40 years. I feel like mm-hmm. he's the nice guy in Hollywood. Everyone you talk to him and Steve Carell, everyone you talk to yeah. are like, yeah, these are the nicest guys in Hollywood. And they only blow up as of recently. We saw that clip of <laughs> the guy stepping on Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife. And yeah. he was like, <laughs> he blew up on her. He was like, he was, what are you doing? He like, he Tom yelled. Hanks, yeah. I would cry. I would yeah. Cry so I would much. not leave my house if Tom Hanks yelled at me like that. Like if you <laughs> pissed him off that much, like, wow, it must take a lot to piss off Tom Hanks. Don't step on his wife. Anyway, he's just one of those guys kind of along that line of like being the nice guy. Like, yeah when cancel when people were getting canceled back in the day everyone mm-hmm. would always talk about if tom hanks is one of these people i will lose faith in humanity and well we have just given him stepdad of america so like now he's on the chopping block right like we've, shoot, we've yeah, cursed him we've put him on a pedestal yeah <laughs> um it's also funny too because for some reason 
Tom Hanks was like the face of COVID in 2020. Because, yeah, he was like, the first. He was, like, he was like one of the first people to get it that was like of notoriety. On the set of Elvis was when he got yeah. that, by the way, which was. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so Yeah, funny. which is wild. But yeah, he was like the first. And I think everyone kind of maybe started to take it seriously or like, oh, my God, I can get Tom Hanks. It can get any of us. They were know? like, Tom Hanks is going to die. Like people really thought he was going to. We didn't know it. anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like he's just very. I think he's special because he does both comedy and drama very seamlessly. I think, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are surprised when he's funny, like we said, but I think he distinctly sets himself apart, which a lot of people that start off in comedy have trouble doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so you hadn't seen many Tom Hanks specific movies before this week. I mean, you watched a few this week, but I watched a couple. I rewatched yeah. one that I that I have seen as like since I was a kid. But like I, I checked out some new avenues that I wasn't really exactly aware that Tom Hanks was capable of doing. And I, I was very uh, surprised. I liked it. Yeah, there are some avenues. I mean, he's usually typically the hero of a story or like the good guy. of a yeah. story. But there are times when he takes like leaps and like like most recently in Elvis, I guess, where mm-hmm. in a performance, the bad that, guy. yeah, like that, you know, I respect when he does it. Sometimes it doesn't work. Um, but Did it work in Elvis, eh, kind of um, it was like a part that I feel like anyone could do. I feel like could Paul Giamatti wasn't available, so they had to get Tom Hanks because Paul Giamatti would have been really good for that. He, he loves to play band managers is all yeah. I know. So um, so, yeah, um, but yeah, I just think Tom Hanks is just kind of incredible just being Mm -hmm. like extra normal and normal things so he's relatable and for that reason we decided to do a top five today of tom hanks in honor of the man's birthday i guess he'll be 66 now uh i so i lied when i said he well he is 65 but he's 66 when this comes out anyway i digress (laughs) um so i don't know how you went about your top five jackson Mm -hmm. but the man is my most watched actor. So I kind of did what I did for the Adam driver retrospective and kind of did like genres of Hanksiness. Love it. If you know what I'm saying. So I cheated a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, and I'll have a butt ton of honorable mentions, as I said, 40 films. So do you want me to kick us off then? Yeah. Kick us off. Yeah. Lead the way. So I think our number fives, we talked briefly and I'm going to go ahead and say, this is not truly in any particular order for me. Yeah. Um, but I want to start with animated Hanks. Yes. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and give honorable mentions to the Simpsons movie where he shows up for yes. like, a hot second, mm-hmm. which is fun. Hi, again, I'm Tom Hanks. Will you tussle my hair, Mr. Hanks? <laughs> sure, kid. <laughs> so again, he knows okay. how to make a fool of himself also, which is great. He's very self-aware. And then I want to give a shout out to the, just the very nightmare fuel that is Polar Express. Um, yeah. He is acting his ass off in that, though. He's doing, like, the motion capture for, like, basically everyone. Four different characters. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, I don't know if the Zemeckis live action slash CGI mocap stuff morphine has aged particularly well. I don't know. It's kind of scary. It was made fun of in Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers a little bit, which was was. fun. Um, But I think the main one we would talk about here is is Toy Stories. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, or four. I know you're going to focus on two, right? Yeah. That's one that stands out to you. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. me, it's three. Um, okay. But why is it three? For me, Toy Story three is just sheer nostalgia, I think, mm-hmm. and an experience and a feeling that I remember so vividly when I watched it for the first time. Yeah. Um, obviously, Hanks plays Woody um, mm-hmm. for like 
from 95 to like 2019. So that's however many years, 24 years he's played this character. And it's like when you want to take a deep read on it, it's Woody trying to hold on to something that is just time to let go of and moving yeah. on to a new part of life. And in the movie, you know, it's going off to college, but then in Toy Story 4, which I thought was like a foolish thing to do when we heard that Toy Story 4 yeah. was happening. But in Toy Story 4, it like reminded me that you can move on to better things after the great thing you're in now. Because I thought Toy Story 3 was this perfect thing. Mm-hmm. And I actually really enjoyed Toy Story 4. And I think if anything, it elevates Toy Story 3. Totally. And um, and now this might be a silly read talking about a movie about toys that like come to life and walk around uh-huh. while he's looking. But I think just it still is just a brilliant concept. And like by taking the things we spend the most time with in our most formative years and like mm-hmm. empathizing with them, I think is genius. Yeah, um, when you were a kid and you watched it, did you like never get rid of your toys after that? Yeah, I'm like a hoarder Same. when it comes to like things that I did in my childhood. Like I still have yeah. all my Legos, all my action figures are like in a box somewhere, mm-hmm. which I mean, I guess my friends are suffocating. So I should maybe take them out every once in a while or give them away. But but yeah, like and then Toy Story 3 and then the same for Toy Story 2. And I think all these Toy Story movies, great villains with oh, totally great motivations. Like totally. the Lotso character that is just like was slatted in the past by his owner who thinks everyone is trash and like we're just meant to be thrown away. That's good stuff. And then Toy Story yeah. 2, I mean, you can you can tell Kelsey Grammer baby. Kelsey Grammer yeah. baby. Um but yeah, and then I can toss over to you for two, but I just want to say that this film people might forget was nominated for best picture in 2010. So, you know, this movie's kind of kind of sick. But yeah, Toy Story 2, Jackson, why don't you take a similar line there? You know, it's funny, like whenever I first wrote this down, I was like, oh, I'm picking this because it's like the Woody story. And it, like it kind of is like there's a yeah. lot of like Woody yeah. aspects to it. But then the more I think about it, Woody is like the main titular character in every single one. Like even like, oh, it's like, oh, Toy Story 4 is like Woody's story. It's like, no, it's Woody's story in every single one. Like his insecurities have no limits. and Like they just <laughs> keep building yeah. like and like they're good stories. Like it's like about sharing the spotlight with like this new toy. And it's like, oh oh i'm too damaged i need to preserve myself and i can't live life to the fullest now because of this and it's like oh now i gotta move on from my old like friend and like and now it's like now i gotta make the choice for me what's yeah. best for me and myself and like there's like just really good like stories with that but it is kind of funny how it is like almost every single time woody like na- like driving that narrative i guess um even though we think of it as more of like a woody and buzz stuff i i don't know i feel like it's definitely way more woody than than buzz definitely i mean i think the most buzz you probably get is in the first one because yeah toy story is more just like of a buddy comedy with the two totally. of them and obviously you have that <laughs> that really dark scene that we've talked about before where buzz realizes he is a toy like the existential <laughs> with, with, crisis yes 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 um with like his arm falling out like his he loses an arm there too right he loses and his like, arm and then he dresses in drag and no and one re- bats an eye yes Yes, yes, yes. Um, it, anyway. It's insane. Um, those are good movies, man. But yeah, I watched yeah. Toy Story 2 this time and uh, around and it's so funny. Like, I think I really think it is just like kind of amazing with like, okay, it's kind of like the aliens of of the Toy Story franchise. Truly. I mean, I do think like, it's, it's better than the first one. I think it's like, all right, we got to ramp this up. What are we doing? We're going to a toy store. All right, cool. Like, and it's just. I don't know, like the the opening of like the video game stuff is really amazing with like yeah, it's cool. like Space Odyssey and like Star Wars references thrown out in between it. 
Um, but yeah, it's just, it is a really good Tom Hanks story. And like, he is so good at being that straight man who just like gets enraged and like, but has like really, like really good, like heartwarming moments within mm-hmm. it that are just like super good with like between him and Jesse. And it's just, it's a good movie, but also I got to say, uh, I've seen parts of Lightyear. I have not seen all of it. Mm-hmm. Lightyear completely undermines all of the awesome lore that they built in Toy Story 2 with Zerg. Let me just yeah. say. Do you think it's okay to spoil Lightyear now? Yeah, I feel like people have probably who want to see it have probably seen it. Um, yeah, so obviously yeah. in the film Lightyear, um, it's revealed that Zerg is actually a version of Buzz from the future. Yeah, which is stupid. It's um, quite a, it's quite a twist because it's like it's like in Toy Story two they make the Star Wars riff jokes that he's his dad, yeah. which is more fun. I think it's you fun. should have just kept it like that. Like that's yeah. awesome. But oh well. Anyway, but yeah, like what you're saying about the Woody stuff is just like it feels so like heartwarming because it is Tom Hanks. I think like mm-hmm. you're like oh Tom Hanks is talking to me through a toy. Yeah, like what more wholesome moment could you get? And I got to um, shout out the awesome ASMR scene where like Woody gets fixed you. up really good. It's yes. amazing. God it's, bless you it's for the best. That. The Toy Story films are so fascinating because like every movie they explore a different aspect of like toys. Like mm-hmm. in Toy Story 2, it's like collecting collectors and like yeah, mass production of toys. And then three, it's obviously like the daycare element of it. And uh, yeah. Toys are yeah. And then four is the carny aspect of it, which is cool too. But while we're on the toy aspect, can I ask you something really quick? Uh, is light. So like light year, right? Yes. Talks about how this is the movie that Andy saw. Yes. Is this movie for him animated or live action? I asked I asked this question in the Lightyear article I wrote for the site. Yeah. Because I was always also wondering, like, is it a live action buzz? And because now the things are like, like they're a buzz Lightyear is walking around Disney like land now. And it's just a, yeah, guy. It's just a guy. Yeah. So I think that means <laughs> that he's it's just a guy. That it's just a guy. Uh, it's it's super weird. It's an interesting grapevine because I saw on. people talking about how um, oh there needs to be a Woody movie now. Like that'd be kind of funny if they did that too. But the source material for Woody that we saw in Toy Story two is puppets on a string. Yeah, he's which like then a... makes me wonder: are those also sentient <laughs> beings that it, um... like see themselves as actors? Like that's kind of weird, right? It is really bizarre, and it's it, it's just like. Pixar does a great job of like leading us down rabbit holes. It's like the whole cars thing too, like Theory. unraveling what all that means. Like where yeah. are the humans, what's going on? How do they have sex? How do cars get born? Are they <laughs> making cars? Wondering. That's what I always <laughs> wondered. And I was like, where are we getting more maters? But uh, true. Yeah. It's interesting. And I don't have the answer and I don't think Pixar does it. either <laughs> unless we but, get a Woody's roundup movie and then that'll, yeah, I don't know. But also I gotta, I gotta say too, um, I, I did some research and it said that, uh, by the time Woody is like at the end of Toy Story four, uh, his character is about as old as Tom Hanks actually is, like because he's that old of a toy. He's like that's wild. Years old, which is like kind of wild to think about. That, that is like really he knew wild. he knew he had like forty years of life before he met Andy, Andy which is like super strange to think about. But it's pretty fun. Huh. Very strange. You think he'd be wiser by by now, but he really think so. I have to say an un, an unheard un, unspoken thing about this is Tom Hanks is a great s- screamer. A gr- when he, he when really he, is when he blows up, it's so <laughs> funny. Really good. I don't know. I, it's great. He's a great yeller. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. 
anyway. So that was my Toy Story 2 diatribe, where I just had to get all my questions. I like it. We both went on our diatribes there. Love so it. those are our number fives. And again, not in any particular order, really. It's hard to measure these up. But yes, yeah. Animated Hanks, Toy Story, both number mm-hmm, fives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go to my fourth area which maybe you have one that maybe falls in this, or I don't know okay. how you, how did you, did you just do your top fives? I kind of just did my top fives, but they, cool. they kind of fall into some loose categories. Cool. My five is where he started, which is comedic Hanks. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to give my honorable mentions to Turner and Hooch, which I checked out mm-hmm. this week, which nice. is really silly and really stupid. Um, Splash again, where he kind of plays the straight man. And then also sleepless in Seattle. He's not really comedic in it but it's a rom-com so yeah. i i threw it here um and then of course snl he is a great snl host and a frequent shows up in there david pumpkins again great stuff for whatever reason that took off and it's because tom hanks anyway i wanted to take this moment to kind of talk about a movie that merges comedy and romance together Ooh. in a way that maybe people don't think about but my perfect blend and it's a fascination to me in 2022 is big. Okay. And so I want to unpack it a little because very, a movie that has aged strangely, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I talked about big in the coming of age pod. Yes. But uh, um, people didn't listen to that episode. So I'm talking about it again. <laughs> uh, anyway, go check out our coming of age episode. It's great. It is um, good. Um, but um, so Tom Hanks plays a kid trapped in an adult's body. Yes. Uh, and he like navigates like getting a job and being in an adult relationship, which is a subject of conversation mm-hmm. um, as he tries to figure out how to be a kid again. And yes. along the way, he learns, you know, that nobody should grow up too fast. That's the takeaway of the film. Good takeaway. Fascinating that in 1988, no one really batted an eye to the fact <laughs> that Tom Hanks is a teenager dating an older woman, right? He's mm-hmm. in a relationship with a much older woman, Elizabeth yes. Perkins. And I think the fact that it works today still, and no one really, I mean, it is weird, but no one really talks about it really mm-hmm. and cancels, can't quote cancels the movie over it is I think the power of Tom Hanks because he is just so damn charming and innocent and like really funny in this role mm-hmm. because I think Hanks is just at this time is just a really big kid. Like this is kind of the peak of yeah. his like comedic, star high mm-hmm. concept role which you could get away with in the 80s and people were like yeah. what um because like he did some of these like one-off comedies that are really strange like the burbs or like joe versus the volcano which are two movies i checked out this week that okay really really weird um the burbs is like it's just like tom hanks is in a, a suburb and he thinks that his neighbors are murderers cool kill people in their basement so he like him and his neighbors try to bust in and figure out what's going on. And then Joe versus the volcano. He finds out he's about to die. Like he has a terminal illness. So some guy comes to him and says, Hey, I'm going to pay you this amount of money. I need uh, something happens, but basically he's paying him to jump into a volcano. Um, cool. <laughs> very. Does he do, does he do it? <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. He does do it, but <gasps> this should tell you how wild the movie is. The volcano spits him out. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Anyway, 1990. Check it out. But um, anyway, Hank's ability to like carry a film with a balance of sincerity and humor and just a wild concept, conceptual movie, mm-hmm. 
Um, and this, it just seems like where it all began. He was nominated for an Oscar for big. Um, that's insane. Like that doesn't happen <laughs> nowadays. Like, could you imagine? It's like, really crazy. Anyone getting nominated for an outlandish comedy like that? No, it hasn't happened in a while. Like That's the last crazy. time it happened, I would say like Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Bridesmaids is the most recent one I can. Think True. Of. Or just but, like, don't look up getting nominations, I guess, but not for sure. acting. Or yeah. Something. No acting but. specific performances, but, but yeah. And then just on top of that, just so many iconic, like the piano scene is incredible where they're playing the giant piano. It's homage all the time. Oh yeah. And oh. Uh, my favorite quote might be from the movie. Like he's like in a job interview. Mm-hmm. And the guy asks Hanks like where he went to college, and he's like, "Oh, George Washington, which is a high school he went to." Yeah. And the guy's like, "Oh, GW, my buddy went there." And he's like, "Did you pledge?" And Tom Hanks goes, "Yep, every day." <laughs> <laughs> pledge of allegiance, so good. It's great stuff. But That's yeah, funny. big is just like again, and maybe when you look at it, and it's maybe doesn't age well, but the fact that we still look at it with some heart is, I think, telling of Hanks' That's so funny. power. So yeah, big is my number four. Love it. Yeah. What about you, Ben? Uh, yeah, my number four is actually by the same director. And <gasps> that is uh, A League of Their Own. Directed yeah. By um, yeah. This I think whenever we did top sports movies, I think I either made this an honorable mention or it was one of my top ones just because nice. like I watched it as a kid and I really, really enjoyed it. And it's like a fun story. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks plays a drunk uh, coach who takes over the women's league of baseball which happens during world war ii i believe mm-hmm. um all the men are all at the war. yeah all the major league baseball players go to war and tom hanks who has like no cartilage in his knee and is kind of like this washed up ball player um stays behind and like coaches and like he's very curmudgeon and basically drunk the whole time mm-hmm. and it's a fun movie uh it, it i feel like there are parts to it where it doesn't do enough, but like, as far as like a Tom Hanks role, this is like a very fun comedic, like smaller role for him, even though he's like top build in it. Like he's nowhere near the main character. He doesn't even show up to like 30. Definitely. Minutes in the movie. Yeah. Um, But he is, he is very fun to watch in it. Even if he's like kind of a problematic guy <laughs> within it. Yeah. Um, like he's like, there's this like poor woman who like, she's older and like handles all the women players to make sure she's like, they're in for curfew and on the bus and stuff and he is just constantly like smacking her butt and hitting on her and stuff it's like kind of it's it's super weird it's super inappropriate but um yeah this movie's like kind of strange like have you have you seen it lately yeah or? uh yeah. lately it's it's, pr- it's been a couple of years but yeah I yeah have, i've seen it yeah like and i don't know like i feel like well first of all gina davis oh my god amazing in this movie <laughs> Can I just say, I, I, Gina Davis is one of the most beautiful humans in ninety. Oh, absolutely! 90s I've ever seen, but yeah, she absolutely. is just also incredible in this movie and a convincing baseball player. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times and I watch a sports movie and it's clear the actor or actress is yeah. not sport athletic at all. Yeah, but she she is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, she like honestly hasn't done a whole lot. Like she wasn't like I knew her from like Stuart Little and stuff, but like <laughs> and like this movie, but like I just don't know her from that many movies. Yeah, in the nineties was her big her big yeah. time. She's also won an Oscar. Um, but um like Thelma and Louise is her big mm-hmm. one. I can't remember the what she won the Oscar for, but yeah, um, Thelma and Louise was huge. Yeah, for sure. But but yeah, like uh, uh this cast in general is just really good. You have Lori Petty who's like just the new black and uh station mm-hmm. eleven and stuff, who plays like Kit, who's like her kid sister kit. 
um, which they talk about a lot. Madonna is in it. Madonna. And, oh, my <laughs> oh, my God. And then Rosie O'Donnell is also uh, amazing in this movie. She's Rosie really- is great. Again, talk about someone who had a moment in the 90s. Like- yeah. Yeah. She was in a- another movie that I might talk about uh, in a little bit. But uh, yeah, this movie is like really good. It's fun. It does most of its like character progression through montage, which is incredibly strange. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it does. <laughs> and like <laughs> I saw a review on Letterboxd. It was like, it's kind of hilarious that Tom Hanks doesn't address his alcoholism and just dies. <laughs> <in the movie. laughs> which is so funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. This movie's super weird. Like they had like a moment to say something about like, like they could have said a lot more. I think how like it was still a segregated league and like they had like one moment where like this black girl like throws a ball back. And it's like, oh, she was really good. But like they never obviously invite her to be on the team or anything like that, which is like kind of mm, dark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I think there's some good bones to something that could have been like really great, but like it's it's pretty fun. And, you you know, you have the iconic. There's no crying in baseball. Of course. Yeah. You have this. Uh, I don't know. Like he takes a piss in the in the urinal in the girls locker room or whatever and like Mm -hmm. everyone's just or like just in the toilet i guess and it's like super loud and everyone's like wow that's a that was a long pee like everyone's really weirded (laughs) out but it's like it's the best character introduction for like those characters like he just walks in doesn't say anything and and just leaves and leaves it's so funny it's really good it's like the start of like the big dramatic stuff that he would come to do like a year um, so it is an interesting time capsule because he, it's like he's getting his comedic chops out and yeah, and some of the and he's obviously turning to some dramatic stuff as well. But mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a it's a good one. I need to rewatch it. It's been a while. He signs a, a baseball, and it, whenever he signed it, it said "Avoid the clap," which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> he's great. What a movie, Kenny Marshall, a treasure. Um, sweet. Um, number three for me, the genre I'm going with is. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps a stretch, but I think it's a testament to Hanks. It's called okay. Loyal Partnership Hanks. Oh, okay. Um, and with that, I mean like his collaboration uh, with a bunch of with a bunch of directors. Mm, okay. um, so like honorable mention for like, you know, Ron Howard, like I mentioned, like, you know, Splash, mm-hmm. Apollo 13, Da Vinci Code, things like that. Yeah. Uh, he's worked, you know, with Clint Eastwood and Robert Zemeckis a number of times. But for me, his most fruitful and interesting to me is when my favorite actor is lined up with my favorite director. So Hanks and Spielberg. Yeah. And I don't know if your number three is, is coming up here, but I'm going to honorable mention. Catch me if you can. Yeah. Cause I feel like you might talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Um, Bridge of spies, uh, the post, the terminal, which are kind of swings and misses, but, Mm -hmm. but, um, Hanks has this sense of partnership and sticking with people, I think, for reliable stories that he knows are great, regardless of the project. And the Spielberg one I want to talk about is Saving Private Ryan, because Hanks plays this captain of like a group of soldiers who have to go behind enemy lines during World War II to retrieve Matt Damon, a paratrooper uh, whose brothers have all been killed in action. So they have to to go get him. um, also, I guess this is also a time shout out to Tom Hanks aversion to history and World War II because he returns to it all the time mm-hmm. with Band of Brothers of the Pacific, which are both amazing and Greyhound, which he did recently. And also Steven Spielberg's bag because he has his proclivities of historical war set stories and things like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this movie 
I don't know if you've have you fully seen Saving Private Ryan Jackson? I, just I have the, not. The <laughs> I've seen scene? I've seen the insane Normandy scene, mm-hmm. but that's it. Listen, this movie throttles you, and you feel very safe with Hanks at the helm. I think. Mm-hmm. And leading these men into action to save Matt Damon. And I don't know if I can spoil. Can I spoil the movie for you? Do it. The best part of this movie is that when they eventually get to Matt Damon, he's just like a kid and not some like brave hero that they thought he was meant to be. Like he's mm-hmm. nothing like his heroic brothers who died in action. Gotcha. And he and it's it's he has this complex thing about him that he's like he's looking to prove something like Mm -hmm. Matt Damon's character. So spoiling the film, Tom Hanks last words in the movie, spoiler alert, he's, he dies. Yeah. Um, to Damon are earn this to his character. Mm -hmm. And that just like really resonates, not just with the film and like the time frame, but like for the character and also anybody like just kind of looking to like prove their worth. Yeah. Like I feel like that just has, has stuck with me. And then Hanks portrayal of just being this straight laced, like, heroic figure in the army saving people has really stuck with me. And I think he does a really good job of being in the moment of every scene. Like the choreography of this movie must've been extremely difficult. Even watching that D day stuff. Yeah. It's insane. Like ridiculous. But again, you feel safe in Tom Hanks arms. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the, why that is, but he's just got this presence where even in the world war two on the beaches of Normandy, you feel very safe with him. So yeah, it's a brutal it's, watch. But. It's pretty interesting too how like Tom Hanks doesn't feel like in a modern day setting, like even if you got like Hanks at his prime, doesn't feel like the type of guy you would cast in like a military role. Definitely. But because it's like the 1940s where like everybody went to war, it's like mm-hmm. it makes way more sense of like the everyman kind of being there. For sure. Um, which is I, I don't know, I just think that's kind of interesting. Like that's like the one context where I think like someone who looks like Hanks could like I don't know, like feel right in that role which is pretty cool yeah it's like our modern our our actual heroes mm-hmm. not all heroes wear capes am i right yes so, so yeah uh so yeah saving <laughs> private ryan uh uh number three for me just an absolutely cracker of a movie love it love it love it number Good three stuff. for you jackson yeah so my number three is something i had not seen before uh, until until now and i was a big Big fan of it. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, but that is Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Okay. So you did get to check it out. Awesome. I did check it out. Uh, it's really good. I, it's I literally, really good. I, I got off work. I watched it, finished it, and then I went and watched Thor immediately afterwards. Nice. So I squeezed it in. Um, this movie is a lot of fun. Uh, the kid in it is insanely good. Like He really the is. Premise, yeah. The premise is really weird and very like 90s i think just in general of like this is 90s right like this has to be i think yeah 93 yes 93 where like the kid just like calls into this like therapist radio show that (laughs) everyone in the country listens to for some reason of course um and this is just like my dad is so sad like my mom died a year ago and and he won't move on and it's it's just really tough and like he he protests it at first but then immediately gets sucked in I mean, Hanks is just like really fun to watch in this. Like he's so his, his first of all, his him and his like chemistry with his son is so good. Like I love watching them interact. Like he really does feel like America's dad there. Uh, yes, which there is great. 
um I, I like watching him as like a father figure and like a lot of his like whenever he's yeah. a father figure it's like really good um, definitely hang stuff but it's just like a really interesting concept of a movie of like oh it's a rom-com but like the characters do not meet like like they like not until the very end not of the, until the, the end movie, yeah yeah like yeah. The, it's just like it's very non-traditional it's more of like a father-son story and i don't know it's really good meg ryan i think yeah it's Meg yeah. Ryan. yes she's amazing in this one movie of too. one of three collaborations with meg ryan yes um, yeah she's really good um it's it's kind of funny how like in this movie she keeps talking about how it's fate and how it's fate and like it's literally like the son just putting in like he's literally busting his ass trying to get his dad <laughs> he really like, is. With this woman. and she's just like oh it's fate which i mean like it is in a lot of senses but um it, it is funny how it is like the kid pulling the strings for most of the movie but yeah it's just like super fun rosie o'donnell's in this one too i think i think you're right yeah yes maybe maybe not i think I she know. is isn't she yeah. the friend Wait, isn't the friend his wife? Isn't Rita Wilson the friend? No, oh, no, the friend Meg Ryan's friend. Meg Ryan, right? I think that's you're right. Her, yeah, it? that's Rosie. Yeah, you're right. Okay, okay, good. But yeah, like it's just it's just a really interesting movie. I don't know. I don't. Do you have anything to say about it? I, I again, it was a movie that I was pleasantly surprised by. The first time I think I watched it, for some reason, it was with uh, it was with Matt, our friend Matt, Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, he'd always just wanted to watch it. And neither him or I had seen it. So we put it on. And it was a great time. It's, it's just good. a really solid rom-com. Again, untraditional in the fact that they never meet. And it's really, again, just the kid just <laughs> busting his ass for his dad. <laughs> and I like that, you know, you don't get a lot of movies set in Seattle. And I feel like we got, true. really got, like, the taste of Seattle. And it's I want to. I've always wanted to move to Seattle. My mom won't let because me. of it. Yeah, my mom Your won't let mom me. Won't let you? She says it's too far, too far away from her. <laughs> okay, that's sweet. That's so nice. I can't go. So I told her I'm moving to Australia instead. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it is just great. And Nora Ephron, director of mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. great uh, rom com fame, and uh, yeah, this movie. I think it was nominated for screenplay. I oh think. really? I think it was. So it's really good. It's super. It's super different, which is just. It's very fun. And I like how like the dad has like very mature conversations with his son about like, yeah. look, I'm just like, like relationships or sometimes you're just trying on new people to see how they work and it's not everything's perfect. And that's okay. Like we don't need, like, cause like his, his son is very much trying to find his next kind Swing of man. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, he wants his dad to find a wife and you know, like it's not exactly what he's ready for yet, which I think was like, he, I don't know. I just really love the mature conversations. He was able to have with his son and like i don't know it was very respectful and fun and there's like the bit of him like hating like the new the new lady who has the annoying laugh and (laughs) and you know uh meg ryan's husband which is also insane that she's like engaged in like doing this the whole time like it stretched me out (laughs) um but like he's just like allergic to everything and like that's his like the thing that's interesting about him is that like he'll die if he eats a walnut or something like that is so who is that again isn't it it's uh is it it's not Greg Kinnear, is it? Is it? Uh, Bill Pullman. Oh, Walter. Bill Pullman. That's right. Yeah. Independence mm-hmm. Day fame. Nice. Yeah. 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 Great it's a good stuff. cast, though. Like, there's a bunch of fun people in this movie. Yep. His but... wife. I think they've been married a couple of years at this point. Um, Rita Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the, what's the. I'm looking up the kids IMDb to see if he's done anything else, but it looks like no. Nah. Oh, he was in the Recess movie. Remember Recess, <laughs> the Disney show? 
No. Yes. 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 And oh, um, he was in Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, Kindergarten Cop. It looks like something called Toothless. Sure. Little Bigfoot. That looks scary. Little Bigfoot. You see it? Oh, it's so freaky. Go look at the art of that. That is nightmare fuel. Anyway, Love he's it. really good. He hasn't acted since 2006, but good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sleepers in Seattle is a song. What'd you watch it? Was it HBO? HBO? It is on HBO. Yeah. H- or, yeah. 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 Great. It's, it's good. Uh, it is kind of insane that, yeah, the Ross, what's his name? Ross Maligner? Malinger? The who guy, the guy who plays Tom Hanks' son, is oh. um, he's just electric, and it's kind of wild that like his career didn't go anywhere. I guess I don't know. Sometimes child actors, man, they they burn out. He's he's he literally puts that whole movie on his back though, and he does a great job. He does. And he's also, like, I don't know if I've, I've talked about this, but like the the scene where they meet, and it's like they're just missing each other by like a couple seconds, and she's like, oh my god, but then like. Yeah. She goes up and she finds his backpack and it turns around and like they're there. Like it's like the teddy I feel like modern movies would be like, wait, my backpack. And they'd be like, okay, let's go get it. And like, I don't know. I just think it's like really good editing in that scene. And it's, it is, it's, it's, it's a lot really of show. Impactful. Don't tell very yeah, much. Yeah. It's really good. Like yeah. she like comes off the plane at the airport and he's like, well, oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, it's like love at first sight there. And he's really interested in her. And then like, you see her like across the street and uh, it's, it's, it's a good stuff. Fantastic stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, we're on to two. Yeah. Yes. Number two. My number two is a category I like to call peak of powers. Tom Hanks. Ooh. Okay. And this one is he's well established at this point. He's had a, been on a couple runs. He's mm-hmm. won. He's won two Oscars already. Which yes. spoiler alert will be my number one when I get there. But my number two is Castaway. Gotcha. And I think so. Obviously, Castaway, the Tom Hanks is alone on screen for nearly two hours. Yes. This is my number one, by the way. Great. Okay, we can yes. we can talk about it here in depth. The man is on screen by himself with nothing but a volleyball uh-huh. the whole time. And you cannot take your eyes off the guy. No. Like you can't. And you and even if you wanted to, you you can't like if in any other people, you have to be interesting on an island for two yeah. hours. That's very hard. There's very little dialogue. He's just talking to himself. A lot of it's just grunting and screaming because he can't start a fire. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's just like working it up and chewing up a scene like he made a connection with a volleyball believable and like devastating when that volleyball gets washed away. He like, utilizes those screams really well. yeah it's just incredible stuff great character growth like Mm -hmm. very much like playing the everyman to like he just it's an old ordinary man crashes on an island and he has to use i love the the idea of just like boxes from the fedex plane washing washing up yeah just a just a genius uh mcguffin to get the 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 movie rolling um it's fun too because it's like loki if okay if there was a video game like that I would play the hell out of it so or like fun. just random like items like wash up on the shore and you have to what like can I do use this? them in creative ways. I think that'd be so fun. Uh, just, yeah, just a fascinating movie. Like, I don't know how he didn't win an Oscar for it. Cause it's literally just mm-hmm. him on screen forever. I think this was gladiator year. Um, if Yeah. I feel like if this movie came out nowadays, like this is absolutely the type of thing that would get the Oscar just like automatically just an actor eating it up by himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's Hanks at his peak of his powers mm-hmm. and he has the ability and the clout to hold our attention for two hours yeah. with just him on an island. 
And I think it's just one of the biggest heat checks in the history of, of filmmaking. They, I think I read this, they filmed like the first part where he's like on the Island where he's like kind of fat and overweight. Mm-hmm. And then they like waited a couple months and they came back and let Hanks lose a bunch of weight and filmed all the stuff on the Island. That's awesome. Further down the line. So that's the kind of stuff that wins you Oscars. If you lose weight, man. Yeah, but baby. Apparently not in the 2000s. Well, now, now Hanks put on, puts on fat suits and yells at Alex, <laughs> Elvis. So, yep. It has a weird accent. But anyway, <laughs> but does. yeah, you, you talk a little bit about what do you like about Castaway, if, unless I stole everything. I mean, you basically did. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what I do love, it is very much like a one man stage play that is like insanely captivating, very theatrical. Yeah. And I really do think it is like Hank's best performance because like it is solely reliant on him. And I also think this is a good encapsulation of like some of his previous stuff with like his comedic acting because this movie does have like good bits in it. Definitely. And like the tragic love story between him and his and his fiance, like falling, falling out. And like their their conversation after he gets off the island is like so gut wrenching. Devastating. And like like it's like you understand, but you don't. And like he's like, you gotta let me go. Like we gotta move on. It's like like he's basically like, you gotta go home to your family is in the rain and oh it's so good but then like at the very end too when he like drops off the package that saved his life and like he meets this woman is so like tom hanks of it all too like with like the the rom-com aspect of it also which is like it all comes together yeah yeah it really does kind of all like all of his strengths really do culminate in this movie where like yeah you get to see like frustrated hanks and then like I don't know, comedic and rom com and tragic, dramatic actor. And it's all very, very good. It's, yeah. it's so insanely good. I've it, never almost cried at a volleyball washing away in an ocean before. <laughs> it's just the music sting on it, too. Yeah. Like when it comes and then the violins come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did the score of this movie? I need to look it up real quick because it's Spielberg. So probably. Oh, it's Zemeckis. Oh, really? Yeah, it's his Robert Zemeckis movie. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Uh, I am looking at. Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking uh, at the wrong thing. Uh, you're fine. It is. Oh, Alan Silvestri. <laughs> yes. Of Avengers fame and Forrest Gump hmm. fame also. Fun. Great stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then I like the ending, too. He's like standing in the road and he's like, you know, which way do I go? Which way do I go in life? It's now? really good. It's it's, it's, it's such a good movie. I like honestly, this is my this is my favorite Hanks movie as far as like performance yeah. and just like story. The story's insane. It just epitomizes really, Hanks. Like it's just yeah. Hanks. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the yeah. purest, rawest form. Is there a scene that makes you cringe harder than when he's like taking the tooth out with the ice with the, skate? The ice skate. Oh, it's such a good setup too. Like they open like in like him complaining to his fiance about it, how it's like two thirds uh-huh. and then like it just becomes this insane problem when you have no medical attention and like it, <laughs> yeah. it just gets so much worse he just passes oh, out it's wild yeah. yeah great oh, stuff. such a good movie god and i do have a i should have had it in here but i do have a wilson volleyball on my bookshelf in my bedroom so <gasps> you do is it like all it. frayed to where it has hair or is it just like no it's it's or it's early wilson gotcha it's, okay it's, you haven't uh, devolved into madness or you need to give him more personality yet. not yet but it was close okay. in 2020 we'll we'll let me tell you there. yeah <laughs> give me a couple of years if the state yeah. of this country is going it'll give it some time love it love it love it wonderful well let's go to your number two then jackson because it might be my number one i don't know 
I don't think it is. But oh, good. Because it was an honorable mention for you, <gasps> which is the reason why I said Steven Spielberg, because I was looking at that on Letterboxd. And that is yes. Catch Me If You Can, yes. which is kind of like the best supporting role I think he's ever had. Maybe? I think so. I don't, I don't know. I think so. Like, I think it's, it's, and it is like, it, again, uh-huh. like it utilizes his strengths where it's a, it's a great supporting role where he also is like this father figure almost to Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, and he's like a good mentor and like adversary at the same time where he's basically just hunting this insane scam artist that was based on a true story. Psych, it's not, that's the scam of it all. This movie, the, the guy who this movie is based off of made it all up and none of it is actually real, which is even more meta. The and greatest awesome. con of all <laughs> was coming up with a fake con. Uh, insane. Uh, but yeah, this movie's just like really fun in general. I think this is one of my favorite Leo performances also because young underrated Leo is just yeah. yeah he's really eating it up i think mm-hmm. this is corbin's favorite movie actually which is pretty fun justified it's a great yeah. movie it's it's really good it has all these twists and turns it's just again a lot of it is watching leo just like mm-hmm. be kind of a chameleon in the role yeah. like but it's just like the whole cat and mouse of it all of hanks chasing dicaprio like yeah talk about two star i mean geez top build the stars too Ooh, yeah. Tom Hanks is given a fun, different take for him because usually I feel like he never changes his voice except for Elvis, apparently. Um, and <laughs> the Terminal, this. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it's just a good good Hanks movie. It really yeah. is. And like uh, it, it does, even though it's not like his movie, it is very much still his movie. Would, would you believe that the person that got nominated for this movie was Christopher Walken? That is pretty insane. He's good like, in this movie, no doubt. But like, yeah, for, but I assume really? it's for supporting actor. Yeah. Like this... I don't know why Hanks wouldn't get the nomination here because he's clearly the supporting. I don't know why. Actor. Not even a DiCaprio nod either. I that's wild. Anyone yeah, other? That than, I mean, again, Walken is fine in it, but that's not the that's not the takeaway I have from the movie when I'm watching yeah. the movie. That feels like a, an old Hollywood. Let's give this guy a nod type of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is pretty wild. But yeah, I don't know. I just I like I like this movie a lot. It's it's a solid flick. Is it? It's Netflix just fun. Film? Um, I don't. It's either Netflix or. Uh, HBO at this point. I don't, okay. I'm not sure, but it is very good. It is just a solid, just fun, like globe trotting cat and mouse mm-hmm. movie. Like it really is. It's a five star movie for sure. If if I could have Tom Hanks call me on Christmas every year and make fun of me <laughs> and just say I'm gonna get you or whatever, uh, that'd be awesome. I knock like knock. <laughs> so good. So great good. stuff. Um, great stuff. Um, well, cool. My number one might be obvious at this point, I would say, um, except I have kind of merged. I, this is where I cheated a little bit. Yeah. Um, so my number one is Oscar winner Hanks. Okay. And a little, bit, know, of a cheat. A little bit of a cheat. Uh, he won two Oscars back to back. Yes. Uh, the first one, I'll just talk briefly because it's, it's, it's somewhat of an honorable mention, but I, mm-hmm. it, I do think it is underseen and I just want to, kind of uplifted a little bit philadelphia in 93 yeah he plays a man with hiv who's wrongfully terminated for his condition from his law i think it's the law firm Mm -hmm. and he hires none other than denzel washington who plays a homophobe in the film by the way great (laughs) and they take them to court and they Uh just try to fight the fight the uh wrongful termination and this is one of the most moving performances you'll probably see mm-hmm. from Hanks. And I think the performance that really showed the world, like, whoa, like this was the same year sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. 
So like two different Contrast, sides of the coin. For sure. Yeah. And the fact that it's Denzel and Tom Hanks together, like I feel like those are two of like the most storied actors working mm-hmm. today and have been for a long time. But really just shows the dramatic turn that Hanks was able to do and won the Oscar, rightfully so, I believe. But then it sets up the next year, 1994, which is my number one, which is Forrest Gump. Yeah. Talk about um, I think this might be one of my most rewatched movies ever. Ever. It was like a staple in our house growing up. So like yeah. when Toy Story was like maybe the first thing I've seen, I think Forrest Gump was just the thing that was always on TV mm-hmm. in our house. And always my dad quotes Forrest Gump nonstop all the time. He might not even realize he does it anymore, but we are always <laughs> quoting it. Like, so like Hank's playing this fabulistic character mm-hmm. who like spans decades, bopping in and out of significant historical events. Yeah. That setup is just really cool because it's like a fable and it's just kind of like a fairy tale, like it's just t- storytelling. But there's something about Forrest's sheer optimism and heart, Jackson. Yeah. Much like Ted Lasso. Um, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, he like teaches everybody he touches along the way valuable lessons mm-hmm. with his innocence. Lieutenant Dan, especially, what a guy! But like back to big, almost in seeing the world through like a child's eyes. Yeah, and the wholesomeness of that. I don't know. It's just it's just really touching. Like because it's like a story that's not meant to be taken like literal, right? Like he, he's in all these what like he's 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 discovers Watergate, right? Like he's doing all these crazy things. Um, yeah, it's pretty nuts what he does. Yeah. And like being Kurt- Elvis, actually, he like hey Elvis, his dance. I True. Think. Yeah. We didn't see those Elvis origin stories, um, sure. but um, like critics said, this movie will either tackle like Hank's performance as like maybe being offensive today. I don't mm-hmm. really get, I don't, I don't like track that. I mean, I get why people yeah. would say that, but, or the story just doesn't make sense. I think these people are like missing the whole point of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's just delightful. Um, I think there are really meaningful and moving conversations about life and, and love. Yeah. There's some really cool like action sequences and intensity, like when they're in, in uh, Vietnam, sorry, yeah. Vietnam, as they call it. Yeah. Um, really funny. Um, and there's like films that use narration as a crutch, mm-hmm. you know, to tell a story when they can't like find an organic way to Thor love and thunder. <laughs> hey, now, <laughs> um, but I think here the narration is what runs the story and it's supposed to be because it's like a fable. You're like reading yeah. a storybook. Um, I don't know. There's just uh, there's no Forrest Gump without the Forrest Gump talking through his life as a folktale on the bench to people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just it's so quotable, you know, like Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs. I just I don't know why I say that. I just say that. You ever been on a shrimp boat? No, but I've been on a real big boat. Great stuff. Incredible stuff. My dad always says stupid is as stupid does. That's, That's a, a good, good one. one. It is a good one. You know, like I quoted Forrest Gump in my high school commencement speech. Like what'd you say? It stuck with me. Um so I tr- I set it up like I was going to say like life's like a box of chocolates, you know, mm-hmm. to take the yeah. obvious one. I used uh, Jenny asks Forrest, do you ever dream about who you're going to be Forrest? And Forrest is like, aren't I going to be me? And I was like, wow, that is really good. That is a good quote. That's good stuff. Um, it's just a, it's just a really cozy movie for me, you know, totally fair. And uh, 
it's nostalgia. I dressed up for him as Halloween, you know, at theme hours in high school. I would dress up as Forrest running with the beard and everything. So just a really special movie. One best picture in 94. Did you know uh, that Tom Hanks' brother was the running double for Tom Hanks in that movie? That's sick. Yeah. He gives his brother work all the time, by the way. He's the voice of Woody, like the toys and like the video games. Nice. Like lets his brother, his brother does that. That's fine. (laughs) Is it Jim Hanks? I think it's Jim. Good for Jim. Maybe that was just me stretching Tom to Jim. Could not be his name. Don't know. But it's Tom's Hanks, remember? Yeah, there we go. Right back. Tom Shanks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my uh, that's my number one. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Ooh, do you have any? I bet you have a list. I'm sure you'll encapsulate all of mine. Let's I do it. have a, I do have a few. Um, uh, let's see. What movies did I not? The Green Mile didn't mention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um stephen king solid one stephen king adaptation well i'm sure we'll talk about that we're doing a stephen king I'm episode sure down the Eventually. road so um i'm sure we'll talk about green mile because that's uh that's more of a michael clark duncan movie but hanks is there so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. captain phillips we mentioned yeah um i think that's a really good hanks performance it is and it's like one of his like as he's like kind of older i don't know like i feel like yeah. every actor kind of has like a i'm old now here's a movie that i you know what i mean and that's Definitely. kind of his uh it's really good though it's, Absolutely. it's super compelling whenever he's like in in shock at the very end of the movie and like medic look at the blood like, that's not mine yeah. yeah and he's like shake oh that's such a such that's a, a powerful scene, scene. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um apollo 13 which is incredible yeah um there's something about a good space movie that just like oh they're up in space what are we going to do down here to figure it out great stuff um despite his bad hair i really like the da vinci code <laughs> it's a wild movie I watched it with some friends and like I was so bored the first like 20 <laughs> minutes. I couldn't follow the rest of it. It is I was like, pretty okay, wild. I'm just waiting for this to end. I, I don't know what's going on. Because then they're like, oh, the Holy Grail is a woman. You're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> you know what that did remind me of, though? Uh, in Ted Lasso when Roy Kent's reading <laughs> the Da Vinci Code and he's just like every time something happens, he's like amazing. And it's, it's like, just so mm. funny. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um. Yeah. Uh, when you were mentioning like one of his best supporting roles and catch me if you can, I think it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood is a really good performance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as Mr. Rogers. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting to see it later in Hank's career. If he's going to take more of these supporting roles. Yeah. Even though, you know, the movie is about him, but he kind of sets the main character on the course yeah. that he goes on. Um, we talked about a league of their own road to perdition. Mm-hmm. Um he this is where he's like kind of a he's like plays an assassin in like the 20s which is kind okay. of a cool turn for hanks that's super he's not like, traditional for him yeah he's like killing people which is kind of cool and weird and, and, and weird and i kind of like when he takes those swings uh at times um the 9-11 movie does not work for me i'm sorry um the extremely loud and incredibly close yeah. movie that's, I remember, that's yeah he's like the he died in 9 11 in that movie right yeah that's a miss that's a swing and a miss for me yeah uh oh excuse me uh, i burped in the mic that was um, unprofessional great <laughs> <laughs> right. um um i really liked the that greyhound movie that came out in 2020 mm-hmm. where he's just like plays like a, a navy captain on a ship and they're like trying to hunt for u-boats i thought that was pretty compelling Hanks does a lot of war movies, which is like so weird. He loves it. He loves it. He loves for the someone who pieces. like. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. Does Force has Force Gump killed somebody? Uh ooh. Um no. 
I don't okay. think he shot anybody when he was in Vietnam. Okay, so he's not like a murderer or anything like that. He is not a murderer. No, he okay. almost beat the. He almost beat some guy to death when they were trying to rape Jenny, though. That happened. I have okay. I have a lot of okay. Can can we really quick go back to Forrest Gump actually? Because I do have a lot. <laughs> Let's of Let's talk about, about it. it. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be real. I don't love Forrest Gump. I think it's like a well made movie. I, and I think the the friendship he has with Lieutenant Dan is like really moving and powerful. And That's like the really good cool, stuff. Actually, yeah. uh-huh. I hate Jenny so much. <laughs> she is the most frustrating love interest in maybe any movie ever. Like. She treats him so bad. She does. Uh, yeah. She always like, leaves. Yeah. I don't Takes love his virginity her, I, and leaves. Yeah. I think it's maybe why I don't like the movie. Um, also, okay. I am also just very curious. Maybe my memory is wrong. She dies of HIV, right? Like she gets AIDS. And it's, it's, um, it's not, it's kind of Im- implicit. It's not okay. ever explicitly stated okay. what she dies of. She just says that she's sick, but it's around the nineties and given okay. Jenny's track record of drug and alcohol or drug use, we're, mm-hmm. I think we're meant to kind of. Okay. But I have vibe. another question. Cause doesn't she hook up with, with, <laughs> did she give Forrest? Forrest? Is this what you're yeah. That's that? kind of what I'm curious. Like not in like a, I don't know. Like I feel like all the drug use and stuff was like mostly before they hooked up, I think, right? If my memory serves me correct. Well, uh, hit, hit or miss. The majority yeah. of it, I guess. Yeah, I because know. then, yeah, because then obviously she has the kid and is like yeah. had it for a while when they meet again in the end of the film. It's Anyways, a lot of unanswer- my question. No, it's, it's a lot of unanswerable questions. And again, you know how I excuse it, Jackson? It's a movie. It's a fable. <laughs> That's how I. <laughs> Honestly, you framing it as a fable made me appreciate it a little bit more because I am, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't like think it's. I don't think it's, it's like meant the to legend be. of John Henry yeah. or something like that. Yeah, like it, it's it's not meant to be. I think it's more fantasy. Cool, um, but yeah, but I mean, it is worth mentioning. Like 1994 at the Oscars, a lot of people argue this all the time because the Best Picture nominees were like Pulp Fiction and like Four Weddings and a Funeral, like some bangers of a movie. Yeah. Everyone was like, Pulp Fiction should have won. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you stand on that. You probably agree, maybe. I, I like Pulp Fiction more than I like Forrest Gump, probably. Yeah. I can actually pull up. Let me pull up the nominees just for our own sake. Cool. From the also, night. really quick while you do that, I just think it is insane that Forrest Gump is just telling strangers on a bus stop <laughs> about like all of this stuff. Like that is like the funniest. Like about how his best like, friend to explain best it. friend was molested by her dad. Yeah, He's insane. Telling people that it's super wild. That's fair. That's a fair criticism. Um. <laughs> Here, the uh, the nominees this year were mm-hmm. Forrest Gump, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, and The Shawshank Redemption. Those are all big year bangers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you can maybe even argue Shawshank over Forrest Gump. I've never but, seen a Quiz Show, but is that good? That's a that's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Just check that out. Um, Ray Fiennes, Ooh, good fun. movie. Um, yeah. Um, any honor- uh, honorable mentions for you that I? didn't mention there's I a few like bunch more that covered them a lot have you seen the i feel like he's on apple tv a lot these days i see him like there's some robot one finch i've seen that one yeah is it good it's, it's pretty good it's kind of what you'd expect for a post-apocalyptic robot movie uh-huh um it's it's kind of again kind of going back to the castaway days because it's it's just him a robot and a dog oh that's cool basically but the guy who like plays or i don't know if there was mocap involved with the robot 
but it's Caleb Landry Jones with him, who's like weird. The, the Does asshole. he do the voice for it? Yeah, yeah, he is okay. the voice. I don't know if he did say, he's the mocap good... of it or gotcha. anything. If there was a physical presence there on set, mm-hmm. but I like him a lot. He's a great actor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we talked about Saving Mr. Banks. I think last week. I we do just not like, like Saving. Well, we were Banks. just like, yeah, it's a movie. It is very boring. About, um, yeah, he plays Walt Disney. Which he does I, play Walt. I Disney. hate Walt. Like I hate <laughs> Walt as a person. What a terrible human. Not even Tom um, Hanks could save him for you. Not even Tom Hanks could save him. That's a bummer. It's just, and it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's a story about a an anti semite trying to take the intellectual property from some poor old woman, and it's <laughs> kind of Mary like, Poppins. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know in the context of how Disney owns everything now. It's kind of a <laughs> grim story, a little bit of like how he got started on on that yeah. path. Maybe they spun it for sure, didn't they? Yeah, they really did. <laughs> they really um, did. I think those are all my honorable mentions. You've got mail. If you ever want to check out sometime is the mm-hmm. most 90s movie that has ever yeah. existed ever. Yeah, I was debating either that or Sleepless in Seattle. I'm glad I, I watched you picked. I think you picked the right one because you yeah. got mail watching it today. It's just kind of outlandish because cool. they like run competing bookstores and they meet via the internet via email. Yeah. And isn't like one of them like trying to run the other one? Yeah. Business and like, yeah. They and just don't just, know who they are. It is incredibly 90s. And it's, it's just so like, funny. it doesn't really age particularly well, but it's definitely a time capsule. Also, is Sleepless in Seattle when the eight year old writes for a letter and they read it and they're like, well, he's not very well spoken, <laughs> is he? Like, so he can't write. That's okay. Like, it's just very funny that he's, he's not a writer, but it's just an eight year old trying to impersonate his dad. That's great stuff. <laughs> My final one is that when like Tom Hanks really took a swing and like Cloud Atlas, when that mm-hmm. whole thing was going on, that is interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. All of that. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Anything I didn't mention or did we cover our bases? I mean, we got the Simpsons movie. <laughs> I never seen Bridge of Spies. Sully? Solid. Is Sully good? Oh yeah, Sully. Sully's okay. It very mm-hmm. much like expounds upon something that really wasn't as drawn out as it was because a lot of it is just like yeah the, the crash happens and then like mm-hmm. they have this whole court thing that didn't really go the way it goes in the movie so it's kind of dramatized but the plane landing stuff is compelling i have a question for you yeah do you think like hank's made his he's made his best movie so far right like he he's peaked probably i think so i mean i think yeah. castaway was his peak that's yeah. that's my opinion that's uh, i, I there could agree. be there could be a second wave of like late stage hanks like showing everyone what he's about again like, yeah because i'm kind of just like looking at his more recent stuff and it's like the circle and uh what is it news of the world or something like news world what is this news of the world news yeah. of the world yeah that like, oh, newest one yeah um i don't know like some of the stuff just doesn't seem as like bridge of spies i don't know it just doesn't seem as compelling as like the stuff he was doing before but yeah it will be interesting way, guess, but... it is a good it's a good conversation to or a point to end our conversation of Tom Hanks on like, where does he go from here? When you're mm-hmm. such a storied actor, you could just coast. Is he going to coast? I don't know. I mean, it's I think okay now is like more power to him. But. Yeah. I think now he's just making fun choices, like mm-hmm. putting on a fat suit and then maybe <laughs> using a really wild Italian accent in Pinocchio. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm just prognosticating for all. We, hey, for all we know, like Pinocchio could be like the perfect storm of like father figure stuff for him to like kind could of be, I think could be a good moment for him. I don't hate that. I don't know though. But yeah, um, 
so yeah, we'll see where he goes from here. Like if he takes like a, um, I admire one of my favorite actors. I don't know if we ever talked about this is Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. And I really admired how he shifted his, he was like this stud hot shot for his early career. And then like mm-hmm. he won his Oscar when he was like really like in, in older age. So yeah. I feel like Hanks could have a moment like that where he figures out who he is and the roles mm-hmm. he's taking, but it is tough. Hollywood is a tough place for old people. Yeah. I'm not saying he's bad or anything. It's just, Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm just curious what like the next big Hank's role will be. And it'll probably be like, I don't know, a grandfather or something like that, I guess. I don't know. I like, I like paternal Hanks because then he's yeah. jumping jump an entire generation from father figure to grandfather figure. Yeah. I really do fun. think that like paternal Hanks is like something I really like watching. And I think that is definitely one of his strong suits because let's be real. He's a, he's a decent dad. I mean, you got Colin Hanks in real life, but then you also got True. Chet Hanks. So for every, for every, yeah. just like his movies now for every Colin, there's a Chet. So who knows? Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I do like Colin Hanks. Would Colin Hanks episode next? Talk Colin about his Hanks. work in Jumanji. The first time I saw Colin Hanks, to my knowledge, wait, he's in Jumanji. He plays grown-up Nick Jonas. Oh, like <laughs> oh, a wait. new Jumanji. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, huh? Um, no, but Colin Hanks was in like a season of Dexter, and he was like a oh. like a murderer in it, which was like oh, pretty fun. fun actually. It was that's it was fun. a pretty fun role for him. But but yeah. Great stuff. Love it. uh, What better way to end our Tom Hanks conversation than talking about Colin Hanks? (laughs) I love it. That's his legacy. Legacy. Exactly. There we go. Great stuff. Exactly. Anyway, Tom Hanks, what a legend. We love you very much at RCR. Um, Wonderful. Should we move on, Jackson? Let's move on to The List is Life. The List is an absolute good. The List is Life. Oh, boy. Um, any particular Tom Hanks films you want to hear about? Um, yeah, I, I mean, Castaway for me would be one I'm interested in seeing, but also I think isn't, isn't uh Forrest Gump like in your top 10 or something like that? Forrest Gump is number five. Wow. Yes. It was number four. Got bumped down. Everything, everywhere, everything, everywhere. Yep. Castaway it. Jackson, 41. Mm-hmm. Solid. Top, top 50, baby. Solid. I have it right between. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and Fellowship of the Ring. I have it sandwiched in there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Very cool. That's fun. Very nice. Can, uh, I'd like to tell the people where I put Elvis, since that's a recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually, when it was all said and done and I thought about it, kind of liked Elvis. Good. Four, 494. Nice. But not because of Tom Hanks. Um, because of Austin Butler. I thought yeah, it was a he carried it. wonderful performance. and Sweet. Really good stuff. Any other ones off the top of the dome? Hanksy things? Um, yeah. Where is hmm, hmm. do you uh, here? Here's my question. Do you have any other Hanks movies in your top 50? Ooh, great question. I think so. I have where is hold on, hold on, hold on, everybody. Of course, of course. Uh oh, it's close. Catch me if you can is 73. Okay. All right. Um, Solid. Other than that, oh, Toy Story 3 is also, Toy Story 3 is 24 for me. So, wow. You have Toy Story over, Toy Story 3 over Catch Me If You Can. I do. I do. I do. That is a bold choice. And I love it. I respect you for it. And 
Saving Private Ryan, 39. Lots of Hanks in the top five or top 50, Jackson. Do you think there's uh well since you said Tom Hanks sandwich between the the two Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings movies, I keep thinking of how fun it would be to see Tom Hanks in like a deep fantasy movie, like as like mm. some grand old wizard or something super weird. That's true. We've never know, that'd really be kind of fun. We've never really seen that, I guess, from him. Put him in like an A24 like Green Knight-esque oh, thing. Like that'd be super cool, actually. I'd be down for that. Let's do it. Let's remake Lord of the Rings and he's Gandalf. How about that? Would you rather him be in a high fantasy A24 movie or a Safety Brothers Uncut Gems? Oh, Safety Brothers. (laughs) Like make him like the weirdest guy. Like he is like a mobster or something wild. Maybe he shows up in the new because the Safties are working with Sandler again, I Mm -hmm. think. So maybe he shows up in that. That'd be fun. Sandler's dad could be good. I would be I would be down for for Tom Hanks to have like a crazy villain performance like besides like Elvis where like he is like scary as hell. I would love that. I would love that. There'd be a fun little like mix up for him. I think I love it. Amazing. Um, (laughs) Jackson, let's finally move on to I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Recommendations for the peeps, buddy boy. What you got? Yeah, uh, so I got Miss Marvel, which is finishing up next week, which we will yeah, be to. discussing and breaking it down. It's very good. Um, at, at the time of this recording, the boys also finished their season three this week, which is also very good. A lot of people are loving it. And uh, finally, I have a YouTube video to recommend. Ooh. Do you know who Eddie Burback is by any chance? Yes. If, he, if you're about to suggest the video that I watched this week, I will lose my mind. He did a road trip. Yes. Where he went to every single rainforest cafe in like the continental United States and like, like maybe Canada. Um, yeah. It is insane. It is so funny. I, I never thought I'd see uh, Eddie Burback do a Kubrick scare, a Kubrick <laughs> stare uh, in a rainforest cafe bathroom, like looking at a bunch of painted apes just like swinging from trees. It is so funny. It's incredible um, video. And if you like those kind of like video essayists, a lot of them cameo in the video, which is pretty fun. Like as like he meets them in different states to eat at rainforest cafes. It's super stupid, but I love it. I think it's, it's really great. I only recognize the uh, like Danny Gonzalez mm-hmm. was yeah, yeah, one yeah. that I recognized. Um, yeah. The video is absurd. I can't it's even super fun. imagine, but yeah, that's so funny. That popped up on my suggested videos. I was like, Oh, this looks fun. I want to see because cause I've been to one of those rainforest cafes. So I had to, I had to see what it was like. Yeah. It's so funny, but yeah. What a nightmare of a restaurant I can't imagine yeah when you go in and the thunderstorms happen every like every 20, 20 minutes, minutes and you're like I can't imagine working there i think that would drive me crazy miserable miserable but, i had one of the sugariest drinks i've ever had there and it was <laughs> <laughs> i regret the decision yeah it's a really good video you should you should check that out he also did one recently i don't know if I, we talked about this where he saw morbius once a day for like a week yeah 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 yeah. and it was really funny too like he's been making some really really good content lately so but he but he, he paid for the everything everywhere all at once ticket yeah he so. gave the money to everything everywhere and kept sneaking in and then he, yeah. he did this thing where he had like a drink price counter where like everything he paid for it just like kept racking up and he was spending hundreds of dollars on drinks to go see morbius miserable it was was so good great stuff great suggestion um i'm going to again this is more for me also miss marvel because i have i've really bad i have not seen any of it so i'm so good i'm gonna binge that this week i'll be traveling to california this week so i have a lot of plane rides nice uh, nice nice 
to uh, check that out. Um, check out Thor. I'm giving you plenty of time to check out Thor because we're yep. going in two weeks to talk about that. So everyone go watch it and then come back, check out what we have to think. And then since it's a little scene, I'm going to recommend Philadelphia to people of all the movies we've talked about. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. I think it's a quite a moving performance. And uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, check that out. Also check out The Night House on HBO Max. It was uh, really wild and fun. So and then check out Eddie Burback, I guess, because yeah. that video was it was insane. So, yeah, we got a Marvel month ahead of us, don't we? We got Miss Marvel, then Thor, and then we're doing the Fantastic Four recast next. I think in between there is Jordan Peele. But other than that. Oh, cool. cool so cool, there's cool. our next four weeks, gang. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel, Thor, Jordan Peele conversation for Nope, and then Fantastic Four fan fantastic a fantastic four that's there great. it is that's so good that's on the lines of fan four task fan four stick fan four stick yeah <laughs> incredible stuff uh great jackson where can they follow us on instagram they can follow us on instagram at rough cut underscore pod carter where can they follow us on twitter oh follow us at rough cut underscore co capital r capital Woo. c capital c uh i just put out minions thing i think jackson's gonna write up a thor review so Mm -hmm. if you want to get an inside scoop of what our pod will talk about there maybe one of us will write a miss marvel review maybe i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens um but yeah check us out there go to the roughcutcollective.com we write a bunch of stuff there fun stuff and yeah if you want to contribute let us know dm us email us im me i don't know fax me whatever jackson we're done (laughs) we're done we did it fantastic Thank you all for joining us. We love you very much as always. And uh, we love women. We do. Be safe, be good. Goodbye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.